Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of the day it is. Thank you so much for jumping on Hope. My name is Tammy Lynn Connors. Today, I have my friend Cinda Williams on here. Hi, Cinda. How are you today? I am so great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on here with me. So I just met Cinda. She um, is a contributor to a new book that came out, Faith, Failure, and Success, um, Surviving the Storm. She is an author, actress, singer. She has her own podcast and she hosts another radio show. And I am just excited to meet her and to hear her story of hope. And what hope is, is helping other people evolve. And what we do here is we, I interview people that have been through a struggle to get to a strength. I feel like in our world today, there's so many people that are out there struggling and they feel like they're all alone and there's no hope for them. And when you hear other stories, unfortunately of struggles, but when you hear of the hope that they have for you, it might help you get out of bed that day. And that is just what my mission and vision is just to help somebody be able to get out of bed to be able to open their front door and look at life in a different way. And so when I do these interviews, it helps my heart and I hope that it helps yours. So I'm excited to hear Cinda's story. I don't know anything about it, so I haven't read the book yet, but I'm excited to hear it. So Cinda, welcome to Hope and, you know, just go ahead and start and we can just Mm -hmm. kind of go back and forth a little bit. Okay. Well, um, as you said, I'm an, I'm an actress and I've been singing, doing all kinds of stuff, writing, now podcasting about a year and a half, whatever. But um, everybody struggles. Everybody goes through their their difficulties. Um, and I've I've lived a life of that. I've had a lot of things happen um, that, you know, I, I learned as an adult to take responsibility for it all. And so writing this for me, my essay, uh, it's called Your Life Depends on It, uh, was another way to be accountable for an experience that I had about uh, seven years ago now, I guess it is. Okay. Yeah, almost seven years ago, I was going through some major turmoil in my life. Um, both of my parents um, had been diagnosed with with life-threatening uh, disease. My father uh, had cancer mm. and my mother, um, who, had all, who had already lived with polio her whole life, had gotten a viral meningitis. Mm. And so one Christmas, we found out that both of our parents were on the verge of death. And um, we were uh, devastated. It was a devastating turning point in all of our lives because it was so sudden. Mm. Um, I had been married for quite some time to my child's father. Uh, we were never happy. Okay. And I, but because of my upbringing, I was sticking in the relationship, though we really got married because of the child. That's why we got married in the first place. And so I was holding on. So in my essay, I really. I, I end up in a hospital. I end up in the hospital, I almost died physically and emotionally. I had a, a, a breakdown. Some people call it a mental breakdown. I, I call it a rebirth mm. um, because uh, I had so many things happen all at once. I had health issues, high blood pressure, uh, thyroid issues. I was in, I had to have my thyroid removed, but you have to get it checked every four months because you're, they fluctuate. And I didn't know it, but I was in hyper mode. I was super oh. hyper, um, which is life-threatening. Um, I had a major, major, major accident 
on a set that I was working on a play um, where I was in horrific pain. I was spent a lot of time in the hospital for that. So all, and then, and then my parents, Ooh. so, and, and my parents, and because when I found out about my parents, I was like, why am I living my life miserably? Mm. Why am I in this situation where we're not even living together? And why? And right. so I asked for a divorce and that just started a whole hill. I just started uh-huh. to hell. So all these things happened at once and it took me through a sci-fi experience. It really was. Uh, I don't get too deeply in the in the book about that side of things because I want to write a, a, a full novel about that eventually. But um, I went through some things where my experience was not the same as other people's experiences I uh, uh, of me. I had a friend at the time who saw me in a completely different way than I saw myself, saw the world in a completely different way than, than, um, than I saw the world. Everything was, was crazy. It was, it was, right. it was out of control. And my, it really gave me a sense of compassion that I, that I, thought I had, but I'd never had it to this extent with people that are bipolar or or have that live with these uh these diseases mm-hmm. their whole lives and no one knows what they're going through. Well I got a taste of it. Thank God for me, it was a temporary uh basically a a um can't think of the word. It has to do with storm. It was the perfect storm okay for me. Okay of all these things. So it threw me into this bipolar episode that I experienced and um, everything changed for me. My life changed. And like I said, for me, it was a rebirth uh, because I did have a near death experience where I died on the table. And so I got to see everything in a different way. And I experienced, I had this whole life review where I saw my life from, from in the womb on. And so it completely changed my life. And it was very difficult because no one knew what I was experiencing. Um, My, my, my ex-husband, now he's my ex-husband, didn't understand what's going through. He had my child and, and wanted to keep her because he didn't understand what was going on with me. So I lost my child. I lost my career for a while. I lost my health for a while. And it, it really changed everything. But at the same time, I learned about myself. I understood why I made certain choices I'd made. I understood my patterns. And I'd I'd always been very submissive, very, um, I didn't say no very often Mm -hmm. um, when it came to, you know, being taken for granted, being taken advantage of because it was a part of me because of the things that I'd experienced in my life. Well, this changed all that because it was like I got a new life. Like all the stuff that had gone through my entire life culminated into this point and it was dead now. And so I could start living as a full, whole human being within the same life, uh, physical life. A lot of people don't get that choice, chance oh. to, to, to become a totally different healed human being. Mm. And, and so 
has a whole lot more to it. It's very detailed, very, I'm a, I'm a actress and a, and a screenplay writer. So it's very visual. A lot of people that have read it have said that they felt like they were in my shoes because I am very sensual in my explanations. I talk about what I smell, what I see, what I hear, mm. what I feel from every aspect. So it's, it's very theatrical. It probably could be a movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's basically what it was about. Wow. It sounds like it could be a movie. My goodness. So that was, you said in 2014, is that what year you said that was? Uh, 2014. Yeah. That's, that yeah. was the year. Mm-hmm. So was it like, did everything like transpire like in that year, like your parents, your knowing that you didn't want to be married like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 2004. Uh, actually we found out about my parents in 2000, the end December, 2012 is when we found out about my parents. So that's kind of like where things started rolling from. Right. And, and, and that, that happening gave me the strength to ask for a divorce, Mm -hmm. which started a whole horrible experience with that. If you've ever had a divorce, you know how that can be Um, dealing with my daughter and her, her emotional health. Mm -hmm. And, and then all the, uh, then my physical, all these things just happened within two years of each other. And then I got this play. I was doing a play in Los Angeles wonderful opportunity I thought was going to be because my daughter was getting ready to start high school so I thought okay now I can finally get back to my career because I took off to take care of her right and it was this wonderful opportunity but all this stuff had happened and I had this injury and everything just went it blew up in my yeah yeah and don't you think I mean a lot of it when when you talk about just the thyroid and and the the bipolarness and all of that I think a lot I mean, I don't know because I'm not a physician or anything, but stress plays a huge part in our health, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that, and then you get that, that rumbling of that rolling effect, right? You, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, this happens, this happens. And you're so excited for you to be able to do your life again, do your plays again. And, but you still have that stress that you haven't worked on yourself is what I think happens. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then the accident happened. And, and then, like you said, it's a rebirth. It wasn't like you could have taken that. And this is where, where I like people to hear our strength. You could have taken all of that, that you just went through and you could have curled up in a ball and laid in bed and said, forget it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I guess God had a bigger plan because like you said, you said that you, you actually, flatlined basically correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how did that i mean was that through a surgery was that it was because of my blood pressure oh my, my blood pressure um i didn't have my medicine okay I, I mean there's a lot of details that i leave out of the story to protect certain people sure um but but i did not have my medicine for over a month and it just i strokes run in my family high blood pressure runs in my family and I just, my blood pressure was, ex- was explosive. It was, it was to the point of, of killing me. And um, thank God I was with smart people that got me to the hospital mm-hmm. when I was going through. They, they had been with me through this whole thing because it lasted a whole experience. It was about a year in, 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 in it's whatever, but it, it just gradually got worse and worse and more confusing mm-hmm. and more struggle, whatever. But then on top of that, I also had the physical side of it. And the, so the emotional turmoil I was going through, um, uh, affected my physical health sure. 
And then not having my medicine for a really horrible reason. I didn't have my medicine. And, and it just all culminated into this explosion, basically. And But it was a real blessing because when it happened, when, that, when it finally came to that point, I was at a safe place. I was at a place. I wasn't home. I was with a friend that was taking care of me and took me to the hospital. They urged me to the hospital and I, they, they got brought me back and I was able to heal. So first I was in the medical side, you know, dealing with my body, but then I went into the psychiatric side and spent, uh, you know, a couple of weeks um, getting help. And then once I was released from there, I, I had therapy. I had um, a therapist and a psychiatrist to bring me out of it. And it took about a year mm-hmm. for me, for my feet to touch the ground. I tell people it was like I was floating away, mm. um, but there's a string and some, my friend was holding on to that string, keeping me down. My feet were not on the ground. I was in a completely different dimension. Mm. You know, I like, for instance, this is one example. Uh, I didn't talk too much about this, but I would um, in Los Angeles, there's a lot of homeless people because they've been let out of mental institutions because they can't afford to keep them. Right. So they're out in the streets, homeless. Some of them are drug abusers. Some of them are just in this other dimension. And because I was in this other dimension, I was communicating with them. Mm -hmm. From my point of view, we were just having a beautiful conversation. From my friend's perspective, we were talking gibberish. Mm. He didn't know what was going on. He was freaking out. He was afraid, trying to get me away. And I was like, what's the problem? He's saying the most beautiful things, you know, because I could hear him. Mm. Other people in this plane could not hear him. That's why my whole perception of people that have these illnesses have changed because I've experienced it for one and I've experienced them at a different level. Uh, uh, I know there are people out there that don't believe in these things, the spiritual experiences. (laughs) Just imagine you've taken some kind of psychedelic drug. Mm -hmm. That's what it's like. It's like you're experiencing life from that level, but you're not on any drug. Mm. You're not but you're still having that experience. So you see things in a completely different way than anyone else is perceiving them, but it's still happening to mm-hmm. you. It's just at a different dimension. It's on a different plane. And, wow. and people that have never experienced this don't know. I had never experienced it. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a drug user. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a big drinker or anything like that. So I've never really experienced that. So my perception of people that were going through whatever they were going through was compassion and love because of the lack of knowledge. But now I have empathy Mm. for them because I went through it. I I was given, I was shown what people with mental uh, uh, disabilities experience firsthand. Mm -hmm. So my visual of them completely changed. And my compassion level went up on, you know, a hundred notches because I, I experienced it Mm -hmm. and, um, what they, they're, when they're talking and you don't understand it, they're saying something. Yeah. You, you you just, you just can't understand it. 
because mm-hmm. they're not on they're not their feet are not on this earth. Wow. And they might physically be, but emotionally, spiritually, they're at a different place. Wow. That's powerful what you just said. I don't know if you saw me wiping my eyes, but it I it teared me up. Like that is just and to to experience that, I mean, honestly to give, you know, a whole new perspective on life and what you said about the spiritual realm and what people believe and don't believe. And, and I've been so much more enlightened in the last year to that, to understand the, to have the compassion for others. I haven't experienced what you have, but I do. I mean, I've been, I've been in the psych ward at the hospital too. You know, I've had those experiences too. And what you said that I I like to share with people too, is you said for at least a year, you had, you know, psychiatric help and counseling. And I think that people feel like when you say that, oh, I go to a counselor, I see a psychologist, they're like, ah, you know, don't, that's craziness, but it's really, it helps people so much. And I think that people need to not be so afraid of it. And I think that everybody in the world needs a counselor. I think that counseling is the greatest thing because you can actually talk to somebody that you don't think is going to go out there and share it with the world. You share what, you know, and they will help you get through it. And I, I love that you shared that with us. And I just, your story is powerful. I can't wait to either read the novel or watch the movie because it is like, it has really touched my heart and soul a lot. And, you know, I can't wait to learn more about you. I know that um, the book is on Amazon. You can get it, The Faith Failure Success, Surviving the Storm, Amazon. And I'm pretty sure um, Glenn's 220 publishing books are in Target too, that you can get them through Target. I, I, or Barnes and Noble. Or Barnes and Noble. Uh, they're, they're pretty, they're, they're at wherever books are sold. Okay. You, can, you can get the book, but the easiest route that most people take is, is Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, you know, dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to those places and you can get it. And, you know, when I've read some of the other women's stories, I'm like, mine is just a minuscule little minute you know what I mean because the the things that these women that have experienced and lived through and survived I had a lady on my show today uh, her name was Vanya Hudson she's one of the contributors and listening to her story we all were agape we're like I mean it is so amazing what she has lived through and and is thriving today mm. and and she was very forthcoming with her flaws very very forthcoming with her current struggles mm-hmm. um those things don't go away just because you've had these experiences because you've had therapy you still live your life and have struggles it just it that that that's a part of evolution that's a part of life right. without struggle we don't grow right. without challenges we we don't we don't evolve Right. That's what we're here to do. We're here to learn about life. So the key for me, and because I, I went to therapy twice, I went that time and then earlier on, because I had so much trauma and I get into that earlier trauma in, in my essay, I talk about, because basically how I tell the story is from the point of view of being in that, that final hospital and going back and looking at my life mm. and how I ended up there. And so I had to have therapy for childhood molestation and sexual abuse. I had to have therapy for, for rape, you know, because I was walking around with a neon sign and visible neon sign that all the predators could read saying victim. And, and so I just kept having these experiences until I realized that I had that sign and I could turn it off, you know, and, and take control of my of how people perceived me, especially predators. Yeah. And 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 so you know, 
that was the first time I had therapy and it was so life changing. And then I went through this experience with completely different reasons. But but it all we all everybody goes through it, but you are not alone and it's temporary. It is temporary. That is the thing. My first therapist said to me that has stuck with me Two two people changed my life. Well, lots of people changed my life with words because I read a lot, whatever I listen. Mm-hmm. But my my daughter, as a seven year old child, said something that I'll never forget, because it was it, it was such wisdom coming from from this innocence. And my therapist, it's temporary. What you're going through right now may seem like you know you want to end it, blah blah blah, but it will tomorrow morning. Shoot, actually, within the next second, you can change your thoughts, change your state, change your mind about whatever it is that you're going through, right? Yes. It, the, the circumstances might be the same, you know, or, you know, like for the homeless person, I still don't have a house, but you can perceive mm-hmm. it differently, right? Yeah. And then my what my daughter said to me that I'll never forget was, we were trying to go see a movie. I was homeschooling her in Singapore. We were living in Singapore. I was homeschooling her. And I wanted to get to this movie, you know, because I'm a very timely person. I'm, my father was military, so he instilled that in me, very timely. And um, I we we got out there and the bus just pulled away, right? Mm-hmm. The bus left. And I was like, oh, we missed our bus. We missed our bus. And my daughter's like, so no, we didn't. I said, Sophia, you just saw the bus go by. What are you talking about? She goes, it wasn't our bus because we weren't on it. Oh. And that like completely shifted my way of thinking for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't our bus because we weren't on it. Right. So, so basically meaning when things don't work out the way you want them to, or the way you think they should, mm-hmm. that wasn't the way for you. Right. That wasn't, you know, say you get, you get, laid off fired in your job right before Christmas. It wasn't your job anymore. Mm-hmm. There's something better for you. Mm. Yeah. And as as soon as you make that recognition that there's something better, that's why that went away is because it's not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Then those something betters will come to you. But if you stay in a, the mind state of I've I've lost everything. I don't know what to do. Nothing nothing's ever going to work out for me and you stay in a permanent place that is only temporary, then you can't move from that place. Then you won't get another job. But as soon as you can go to, you know what? That wasn't for me anymore. Was it horrible that they hired hired me right before Christmas? Yeah, that wasn't cool, but it wasn't for me. So I know, I know deep within, if that happens, because there's something better for me, there's a different direction for me. And I'm going to be okay because I'm still here and I'm okay. Yes. You yeah. know, that I think I forget that oftentimes. I'm 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 going through whatever I'm going through. Why, why, why me? Why me? Mm-hmm. But then I remember, but here I am, I'm 55 years old. I've lived through all this stuff, and I am still rocking and rolling. Yes, yes. You know? I just so, said that. Yeah. It's, it's like, and that's so powerful. And what, you know, the, the whole, the whole mindset is just powerful. Once you can, once, you know, I, David Goggins says, you know, you don't let your mind control you. You have to control your mind. 
it's easier said than done. But like you said, I mean, there's, I just said this, I think yesterday, like there's days I get up and I'm like, oh, but then I have to be like, yes, I woke up my eyes opened. You know, I have a chance today to make my day better or make somebody else's day better. And what I love what you said too, is when you read in that book about the other women's struggles, and then you looked at yours, like, oh boy, you know, mine was nothing, but really yours was, but they say, you know, we throw all our problems into a pile you're going to go grab your own problems back because Mm. the other problems are like, whoa, look what they're going through. And so that's what this whole thing is that I'm doing here is to be like, you know, someone's going to listen to your story and be like, oh my goodness, I was complaining about this and she went through this, you know, and that's, that's just giving somebody that strength to get through, you know, like you said, you know, we, this life that we have, we go through a struggle. It's just a little blip. It's just a tiny blip in life that it's something for you to learn and grow from, you know, what your daughter said, not our bus. That's so true. And like, you know, when I got fired from my job, when I, I was fired for drinking and I thought my life was over, but it wasn't, it was a brand new beginning for me, you know, and I thank God that I got fired that day. I think God put me in that place that day to get fired because he knew that I wasn't going to live much longer if I didn't. But it's taking those moments and realizing what blessings they are, you know, and, you know, that bus could have been a tragedy that you got on it, you know, and I, you know, that's a lot of times I look at things too like that. So I can't wait to, um, to grow this friendship and learn more about you and reading the book. And I hope that everybody that's listening will go on there and go get that book because the first one, Faith, Failure and Success is amazing. And I can't even imagine how this one is going to be because your ladies, I listened to you guys interview the other night and I was like, holy moly, these ladies are powerful stories. So I can't wait to read it. Um, and I'm going to, I got your book that you, that you produced, that you wrote. Um, did you say that was, what year was that book? That was 2014. That was 2014. That's what was so crazy. That book came out right before all this stuff happened. Yeah. yeah so it was like, okay, I got another book for you. <laughs> right. Right. And so I just, I, I belong to a book club that Glenn has and I, I got your book last month and I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of looked and I was like, huh. I don't know what this is all about. And I have it sitting on my nightstand. So now when you said that today, I'm like, oh, I just got that book. I'm going to definitely have to dig into it now. So I'm excited to read it. Is there yeah, any last words you'd like to say to anybody? Any like, well, well, one thing I want to say to you and, and I have your information. So we'll be in touch is I'd like love for you to be on my podcast. Also, oh. I have a PPC podcast. Um, it's on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, wherever most podcasts are, mm-hmm. um, because I'm doing this very similar thing coming from a little bit different perspective, but it's all about talking. And so I know that your audience is someone different than mine. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to have you on my, so thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast and I'm going to have you on mine in my radio show. I can't uh, but, but everybody out there, uh, whatever it is you're going through, do not belittle it. You know, it, it may not be you went through a bipolar episode or you 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 crashed in a car or you got molested as a child. But whatever it is that you're going through is valid and you are going through it. But your perspective about what you're going through will determine where you go from here. And you are blessed. You are here. You are awake. You are alive. You are breathing. And and thank God for you. And know that tomorrow is another day. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. That is awesome. What you just said. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. I hope that you have a great day and we will talk to you soon. Okay, Cinda. Thank you so much. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you.